Hi everyone, welcome to Port Misery. It's Tara. Um, yeah, I wanted to wait. If if you if, if you follow me and if you listen to me, you know, like I've I've been trying to buy a mic because my audio situation has been just terrible. But um, I don't have time to wait for Amazon to bring it. Um, I have <laughs> I'm procrastinating finishing a paper. Yesterday I was procrastinating starting a paper. Now I'm procrastinating finishing one, and so and I also have like a ton of grading to do but I I wanted to do this because you know I haven't had a chance to actually like break down like what's going on and so um the last two weeks like a lot has happened like a lot a lot has happened and it has brought up a lot of like really really important questions I think and the two primary ones I want to deal with in the later half of this podcast are is Peter August dead? Because we've seen a lot of confirmation, but, you know, I think Soapjin said it the best. Like, if it's not killed with fire, then it's not dead. Not on a soap opera. And so, is Peter dead? And then Jen M on Twitter, um, she brought an, she brought up an interesting sort of thought. Why why does Queen Anna Duvane constantly get, get put with criminals? Like, what's, what's, going, on, what's going on there? And, you know, I, I'm, I'm not... I don't know the history of Anna as well as some of you on Twitter. So, like, I apologies if I butcher anything. But um, I do want to get into that. But I think the last two weeks, in general, have brought up three really important questions. And so, four, four really important questions, actually. Because I think there are, like, I think there are really five storylines happening and um, a lot of different characters are involved in them. And so I want to start from least important, like least important, both in like, do we care? And then like, and in like, you know, does it move the show forward? And so for me, and this is obviously my opinion, you know, feel free to like attack me in the comments um, of the post of this podcast, though, because yeah, you know, yeah. Um but so least important in my opinion right now is Sasha and Brando they're one because I honestly could care less I think like someone I think it was like Jen M and someone else were like going kind of back and forth about whether or not Sophia Madsen is pregnant and I could care less I could care less but I do take Jen M's side that like you know no one needs to announce that they're pregnant they don't need to tell it's not our business who cares like you know, like, that's that woman's business. Leave her alone. Um, so I could care less about them. I think it's more like Gladys has not been disappeared, which is upsetting. And she's still, like, super creepy. She's already planning her life without Sasha. Like, it's it's really creepy. And I don't think most of us care. But I do see some people who are standing that. So, you know, I'm happy for you guys. I'm happy for you guys. Um, and then the, another, like, second least important thing happening right now nick and ava nick and ava and like can i just say could dante seem like he cared less could he seem like he cared less about that entire situation he was just like yeah whatever someone you know stabbed a photo of you two to a door you know there's real crime in this town like okay i hope we find out that like dante's robotronic behavior is because like lethal didn't unclick the pin or something because like 
this is a weird performance choice from Dominic Sampronia, but like I, and like I said, it could be a great one if they got into why he's acting like that because currently he's just acting crazy. Um, but yeah, my main question that you know those two couples and like the uninterest I have in both of their stories and like one of them, you know, Sasha and Brando, Brando, I can care less about, but I actually like Nick and Ava. I think they're cute. And so like my question, and I don't have an answer for it. You know, maybe you answer it on Twitter. I don't know. But like, why are people being in love on this show? So boring. So boring. Like they don't know how to write love they don't know how to write love i feel like i follow a lot of frizz stands and they were asking for years to just give franco and elizabeth something to do just give them something to do and to be honest like obviously they they don't like this couple this is my couple but like that's what i have that's how i feel about carson i'm kind of like oh so we're giving carson something to do apart but not together. Together, they were just either, like, at each other's throats or, like, blissfully in love. And both of those things are irritating. And so, and we don't always want to see a couple being attacked. Like, with Sasha and Brando and Nick and Ava, it just seems like they're being attacked. And, like, who wants to see that, you know? And, like, if it if it brings Spencer back, great. Great, but move it along. Move it along because I could care less at this point. I'm Dante in this situation. Like, honey, okay okay it's not ryan it's not ryan so um moving on moving on we don't need to deal with that anymore um hostage situation um before i i'm just gonna drop the question before i even get into it because i actually have an opinion on this but it might not be your opinion did curtis save anyone did curtis save anyone because in my opinion he just got shot he just caused people grief because, like, here's how I see it go down. So, like, Cyrus shows up, you know, Portia's giving him nothing but attitude. Which, you know, good for her. You know, you're holding me hostage. You know, you want me to, like, kiss your ass. Like, no. Um, then Trina shows up. She starts giving twice as much attitude as Portia was giving. But now Portia's nervous because she's got to watch out for Trina. I completely understood her change of, like, demeanor when Trina walked in. Like, oh, no. And so, like, Trina loved this queen, giving Cyrus nothing but attitude. Um, he keeps pointing the gun at her, like, bro, you are. But, you know, that just goes to show, like, how great Jeff Cobra is. Because, I mean, like, say what you want about how you, or how you felt about, like, Cyrus Renault. Like, that actor is amazing. And so, Laura, Queen Laura... Queen Laura, just knowing that Jordan Ashford is just not up to this task. Like, this is a Robert Scorpio in the 80s moment. We, This is a Sean Donnelly moment. Like, Jordan. Mac, at, at least. But, like, not Jordan. And so, uh, she's like, I gotta sacrifice myself. Clearly. Clearly, I gotta take control of the situation as mayor of this town and this crazy man's sister. So, Laura Collins, Mayor Laura Collins saves Portia and Trina gets them out of there um I think a lot of you on Twitter noticed that like Cyrus is bandaged was like on the outside of his clothes it was crazy but you know whatever we didn't want to see Jeff Cobra without a shirt on N none of us wanted that let's just keep that 100 and I imagine Portia Robinson the character didn't want that either she was like yeah I'm gonna do the surgery through this shirt because I'm sorry that's not I don't need shirtless Cyrus Renault that image in my mind so um 
yeah, that's happening. Laura ends up inside, and, like, Cyrus is just doing nothing but bitching and moaning. Just like, life's so unfair, being a drug lord. Nobody approves of my terrible choices. They don't love me unconditionally. Which I think could have been a good storyline if they leaned into it. I think that had Sonny not left town, and they had him dealing with Sonny, as opposed to Laura. Because Laura really hasn't done anything that terrible in, like, decades. In decades, honey. Like, uh, he was bringing stuff up that we had to, like, look up on Winky. Like, what are you talking about, guy? But if he had, like, focused in on Sonny Corinthos, kind of the way Rick did when he came to town, when Rick Lansing came to town. Like, why are the unforgivable things that you, Jason, and Carly do... So, like, everybody's just like, well, they did what they needed to do. You know, they're the mobsters with hearts of gold. That would have been a compelling story. And I think that that's something that people on Twitter picked up on. Because when Cyrus first came to town, they people who hate the Corinthoses are always the first ones to bring up that, like, he, poor Charles forgives a lot of Sonny's bad behavior. They forgive a lot of Sonny's bad behavior because they he's like the best of a bad situation at this point. They kind of understand that like this is what's going to be happening. We're just going to have a drug, not a drug town, like a mob town. Like we're just going to have a mob town and we have to have a mob town. Like let us pick the mobster and that's Sonny Corinthos. And I think that that bugs a lot of people who watch this show. Like why are the PCPD so complacent to this man? And so when people come to town, when foils come to town for the Corinthos crime family, people relate to them. People are really just like, yeah, yeah, take them down a peg. And I think that Cyrus was really set up to do that because he came in with an even shinier cover. You know, Sonny Corinthos is always out here like, I'm coffee importer, you know. But Cyrus Renault was like, I run a hospital. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, no, of course I'm not running drugs. But, you know. So he's doing nothing but bitching. Laura's just like, Kevin's on the phone. He's not even sure what his role in this is anymore because he can't be the hostage negotiator and the husband of one of the hostages like it's a mess it's a mess jordan has no control she has absolutely no control curtis who's not even a member of the pcpd he's not a member of the pcpd he's just crawling through windows with guns who gave him a gun i i don't want to go back and watch but like he's crawling through windows with guns like he's been deputized and he immediately gets himself shot immediately gets himself shot and then jordan kicks in the door jordan finally showing up to the effing game she kicks in the door and she shoots cyrus in the leg like a punk but you know we didn't want jeff cobra to leave so yeah shoot him in the leg that's fine that's fine so she shoots him in the leg and you know everyone's like curtis no because curtis is shot and we gotta go to the hospital curtis and on stella shows up Aunt Stella shows up. And I was like, oh no, Aunt Stella. Everything's falling apart. And of course, like now, I love Stella. She is the perfect embodiment. She reminds me of my aunt in South Carolina. She's the perfect embodiment of a black woman. She hated Jordan until they were getting divorced. And now she's like, that's your soulmate. And I hate this new woman. Because like, Aunt Stella's never gonna love anyone that any of her nephews were to be with. I'm surprised she likes Molly. 
I mean, I just think that people aren't written. Now that Molly wants to be a cop, like, have on Stella hate Molly. I could care less. But, you know, I just think people didn't want to see Stella go in on Molly. But, I mean, <laughs> it's so funny. Now she hates Portia, but, like, clearly, clearly Curtis and Portia are about to happen. And so, thoughts on Twitter, you know, like, your thoughts. Like, did Curtis save anybody? Is that what happened? Or are we just taking glory from the women of this story who really actually made stuff happen? Um, and then in the end, in the end, because I'm going to come back to her, um, Carly was just like, first she was like looking sad at a picture of Sunny, but then she goes into like Cyrus's like hospital room and just immediately starts gloating like she did something. Like she had anything to do with the turn of events that have taken place, which is, in my opinion, her best quality is that she can do absolutely nothing can cause nothing but chaos but like ass backwards fall into you know greatness and now she's kingpin of port charles and now she's kingpin of port charles and she's just walking around gloating like i can get your mother back martin i got this under control i freaking love it i love it but I understand that people don't love it. So we're not going to talk about it. We're going to get back to Carly later. We'll get back to Carly later. But, you know, d- did Curtis save anybody? Did he save anybody? I don't think so. But, you know, maybe you guys have a different opinion. Maybe you can enlighten me. Um, The next storyline. And like I said, this is going from least important to most important. So, like, I-, I waffled a bit on this because, like, a lot of the characters overlap. But it's the Maxie's baby being missing story. Because first of all, we all know it's not missing. It's at the quarter mains. So it's fine. Um, this is so cringeworthy because Valentine is such a good father. And he like loves that baby so much already. And so it's cringeworthy for that. You got Anna feeling super bad. She didn't do anything wrong. She didn't do anything wrong. Um... It's just so... And then you have Maxie just being crushed and, like, convincing herself that this is what she has to do. And all around, it's just painful to watch. It's painful to watch. Like, this is what makes me, like, not happy to watch... To have a podcast because I have to watch the entire show to give a recap, right? To watch the entire show. And so, like, this is stuff I would fast-forward through. I would fast-forward through it because it's so cringe worthily heartbreaking and so my question my question for this is this cringe worthy like are you finding pleasure in this because like I just really can't and she had to tell Georgie and like Georgie's like mommy where's the baby and like she's like I gave it to a friend like she didn't lie to her daughter she didn't lie to her daughter you know she did give it to a friend I guess she called like Brooklyn sad and alone she was like yeah Brooklyn's sad ass like she needed this baby more than I did because her life's freaking terrible um zero lies told there but you know I mean it's just it's messy it's so messy and uh, I finally went back and saw how I mean, we can go, this goes into Maxie's baby being missing. So, Britt and Liesel, um, backtrack a little bit with them. Let's backtrack a little bit. Um, Jason had to leave, right? Because Carly comes first. Carly comes first, and so Jason had to leave. And he calls 
Liesel to go hang out with Britt because she's, you know, just in Canada. And I actually thought that was like an in-character good move because Jason knows that Liesel is criminal. And so, you know, he wasn't worried like her calling the PCPD. He was like, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, go see your daughter. Hang out with her. And so Liesel's just like chilling on the couch that, you know, Britt banged Jason on. And Britt's just telling her how, telling her how she banged Jason cool then tells her how she has huntington's not cool but you know they come to this realization that like they love each other and then they have this really funny moment where they're like is this what we do now and lisa was like absolutely not absolutely not we'll be at each other's throats by next week but you know for right now yeah, I'm, I'm i'm generous i'm grateful for you girl i'm grateful for you um they go to see maxi before they saw maxi dante and sam sam kelly monaco getting her guarantees that's what james thought jr says um her little weak guarantee like just show me once a week and give me get me paid um that was unnecessary dante robotronic like i said what's going on there but um brit and lee brit and lisa go in and they find out that maxi's baby's missing um yeah brit doesn't have that tea she was on the run when brooklyn and maxi hatched that plan and so Lisa and Anna end up together. I it looked like Fanola and Kathleen had a blast. And I'm super happy that they got to do that because I'm sure they're great friends. But um Anna and Liesel, all you literally needed to do was swap out Liesel for Elizabeth. Have Elizabeth go with Anna and have it turn out that that's what Elizabeth's been doing to sort of work through her grief over Franco and that's why we're not seeing it because she you know she's the poor person in this town she has three sons she does not have time to be crying on the couch like she can't take bereavement so like this is what she do and, and like they could have had like I said this storyline could have been so much better it could have been so much better but I'm glad that Fanola and Kathleen had a good time but you know is this the most cringeworthy be I thought that Maxie giving Georgie away was cringeworthy but this might take the freaking cake. Um, so yeah, the most important overarching storyline that includes so many characters at this point is the, the Chase dying storyline. And so we have to go back. So Chase poison, we all know this, he shouldn't have been, but you know, that's the that's the state of events. So Chase is poison. Finn knows it's Peter. Peter's trying to leave because like Maxi super red Peter. That may have been the greatest scene we've had in years. In years. I, clown of the week for June 1st to the 4th, because there was only four days because we have Memorial Day. Clown of the week, Peter August. Peter August for thinking that he could lie to her face after he did what he did. After he did what he did, you hired that nurse. You hired that nurse. You knew you were way too close to that nurse and trying to be like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we're going to find her. That's not even her name. Like, clown of the week. And Maxie reading him, beautiful. I think we all watched that on repeat like a thousand times. And I know I did. Like, I know I did. It was great. And so Peter just running around, like, crying with his head, like a chicken with his head cut off, just crying in the freaking club, crying in GH, and then wants to, like, have a hot, like, a helicopter land on GH. I swear, I think they just saw a helicopter in the LA sky because, you know, it's LA, there's helicopters, and they're, like, film that helicopter because we're not, we don't have helicopter money. 
um there's no way they have helicopter money because they definitely weren't landing that helicopter but finn's trying to stop peter from leaving peter pretty much tells finn to go like f himself and just turns to leave and finn just throws him down oh no he threw the vial he threw the vial off the roof like super vindictive and then finn just threw his ass down the stairs which you know in the moment like he was the wrong character he shouldn't have been on the roof i would have loved that with anna duvain it would have been beautiful to see him throw that vial and then just to see her face change and just throw him down the stairs because the man she loves his son is dying and he just did that and all she saw was Faison. all she saw was Faison. that's Faison standing right in front of me and i'm gonna do what i should have done years ago i'm gonna throw his ass down these stairs that would have been so great that would have been so great but we didn't get that we did not get that and so finn throws peter down the stairs elizabeth sees it she's just like you know what all my days with jason have taught me what i need to do and she's like we gotta cover this up we gotta cover this up like it's jason in 2010 and so they cover it up and now she's just finn's cheerleader how you doing finn let me get you some coffee, Finn. You got this, Finn. And they had her have some emotions, right? She has some emotions. Not about her husband. Not about her husband who's dead or her children who are devastated. But about freaking Chase. She's like crying in the chapel about Chase. And she's like, forgive me and Finn. For what? For what? For, for killing a garbage fire of a human being that murdered your husband? Ch- take that dialogue out. That was not necessary unnecessary dialogue but finn thinks that he has a cure he thinks that he has a cure he's like oh we need to like use the essence of chase like the the elements that made him it was weird it sounded like some like star wars like the force awakens type stuff i that's the kind of stuff i would fast forward through i'm like oh i can't with this so cringe but you know calls in jackie call you know gets himself elizabeth's doing all the swabbing and he's like i got the cure got the cure they give it to him he immediately starts dying now i i made a tweet about this i don't think it was the best i don't think it was the best idea to have a storyline where you vaccinate somebody and then they immediately start dying. When we're in the middle of a pandemic, we're asking people to take essentially an untested vaccine um, in the hopes of not dying. So I don't think that was the best. I don't think they thought about that. But that's what happened. And so now Hamilton Finn doesn't know what to do. And I feel like this is how we find out that Gregory actually is his father. Because that's what, I mean, nobody wanted Finn to be his father. So if they want to retcon that, you know, hurry up and do that. Um... But, so that's what's happening with them. But this all connects, right? This all connects to Clowns of the Week. Clowns of the Week. Remember how I said Peter August was last week's clown? And we were like, oh, the the reign of Michael and Willow was done. Of course it's not done. Of course it's not done. It will never be done. Peter mildly slid in last week. But they snatched that crown back from him they broke it in half and each took a half for themselves because they're not even clowns of the week together. They're two separate clowns of the week. I could not choose. I could not choose. Let's get into it. Let's break this down. Let's break this down. Michael and freaking Willow. First of all, first of all, Michael 
is such a little punk. How are you just getting blackmailed by Jasper Jacks? You're the son of Sonny Corinthos. You're the son of Sonny Corinthos and Carly Corinthos. And you're out here. And AJ Quartermain. AJ Quart- I'm not going to sleep on AJ. You're Quartermain. And you're out here getting blackmailed by Jasper Jacks. Get out of here. Get out of here. I will give him a minuscule of credit for like reading Jacks and throwing him out of his house. But you let yourself get freaking blackmailed by Jacks. Because you would rather least, you would rather secretly bang Willow than keep your son safe. Then keep your son safe. I'm ugh, clown of the week. Clown. What a clown. What a clown. Okay? We're going to get back to Nina in the end. Because she's just like a clown in general. So I'm sh- it would be biased of me to just constantly make her the clown of the week. Michael and Willow, though, ugh, clown. Michael, you're a clown. You're a clown. It is so easy to just tell that man that you and Willow are together. But instead, you would rather secretly bang her and allow a woman who's not stable at all to be around your son. Okay. Okay. Willow. Willow. Willow was about to take off the white makeup and the red nose. She was so ready. She, was t- she had the wig in her hand. And then put it right back on. Put it right back on. Because she was about to tell Chase that her and Michael were together. She like, can't do it anymore. It's too much. Can't do it. And then here comes Finn. I cured you. I did it. But then why are you telling people you cured them if you didn't actually cure them? If you don't know for certain that you did. Why are you so certain? But he didn't get cured. And so now she's fretting. Like, what do we do? And then he's pan- Chase is panicking, right? And who doesn't feel super bad for Chase? He's, like, talking about buying Michael Corinthos a bottle of wine for banging his girl behind his back. Behind his back. Because she's making him believe they're together. I thought that she was just making him believe that he had a chance. But no, she's literally making him believe that they're together. She's making him believe that they're together. So you're cheating on him. That's what you're doing. The first time you banged Michael, you fell into his arms. You guys had had just decided to be together. Fine. But the second time, girl, that's on you. That's on you. You're not cheating on him. And so they think that he's dying. Clown of the week by herself broke that crown in half. Willow tape. Because you accepted his marriage proposal you accepted that marriage proposal knowing that you're in love with michael knowing that you're in love with michael and you either did it for one of two reasons and i can't decide which one is more horrible either because you think that she'll only have to be married to him for a few weeks and then he'll die or because you think that he will die before you actually have to make it down the aisle that's why you're marrying him. Clown. Clown. That's clownery. That's clownery. I don't even know where to begin. I can't wait for Brooklyn to find out. I can't wait for Brooklyn to find out because she's going to go off. She will go off. She's going to be like, girl, you're a clown. You're a clown. And I've made clown ass decisions, but girl, girl, ugh, ugh. So this is all. This is all happening because Jax want to blackmail Michael, right? Jax blackmails Michael because he saw Michael and Willow's dry-ass sex. And so he's going to just go tell Chase. First of all, you should have called his bluff immediately, Michael, because Jax not going to tell nobody. He a punk. 
He a punk. Your mom would have called his bluff. She would have been like, tell him. I'm going to see you tell him. Let me see you tell this dying man about my business. Let's see it, Jax. Call his ass up right now. Jax wasn't going to do nothing, Michael. You a punk. But that's what Jax does. Carly can smell shenanigans from a mile away. She's like shark. With blood in the water. Like, mm, this don't smell right. So she goes immediately to Jax's house. I love that she was blowing up his door. She was blowing up that door. Hello, let me in. What you doing? What you doing? Where was Jax surfing? Where was he surfing? They live on a lake. Where was he surfing? He was surfing the lake? Ugh, make it make sense. Quit forgetting that this is not Bold and the Beautiful and you are not set in LA. You cannot have Jax surfing. But Carly shows up immediately smells shenanigans immediately smells shenanigans and so she gonna find that she gonna find it out she'll find it out and so let's go to nixon falls let's end it there let's go to nixon falls nina is a sociopath nina's a sociopath i am sorry i am sorry i, I might be biased and i'll throw that out there because i like i'm a carson fan i, I like sunny corinthos as a mob boss nina is a sociopath you are so connected to this man without, even if he was, just, you're so connected to him. I had completely forgotten that Wiley was Sonny's grandson through this whole thing. Like, I knew about Michael. I, I follow this family. But, like, when it got brought up, when Wiley got brought back up, I was like, that is Sonny's grandson. So you get to see the grandson, but not him. You get to know everything, but not him talk about he's at peace how can he be at peace girl he doesn't know who he is he doesn't know who he is and then you have Lenny and Phyllis I don't know if they're the worst or the best like they seem like a nice enough couple yada 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 they obviously love Mike and they don't want him to leave but like just and Nina and Nina of course they love Nina and they don't want her to leave but just like the words that are coming out of their mouths now they sound like sociopaths so like sociopaths she was pretty much like he's just gonna like play do patty cake and then be like f children and come back to nixon falls she's gonna just give up her grandchild what are you talking about what are you talking about and then like pushing this drifter this is a man you just found in the woods you just found a random man in the woods and you were like i'm gonna call you mike you respond to that and then you gave him a job. You didn't at all. You were like, oh, he hasn't decided to look for who he is. You haven't decided to look for who he is either. And now he just needs to start a new life with Nina. How are they going to be together? There was like a line thrown around where they were like, oh, Mike, just go get on a plane and go see Nina. How is Mike going to get on a plane? How is Mike going to get on a plane? He doesn't have an ID. He doesn't have an ID. He doesn't have an identity. How are Mike and Nina going to get married? How are they going to file paperwork? How are they going to do any of that? So this idea that like we should just let Sonny live. It just does. It's not a feasible plan. Eventually he's going to find out who he is. And the longer this goes on. All of you Nina Smike fans. I see it on Twitter. Smike. I'm not trying to hate right. If that's what you want. That's what you want. I can't help. I, I can't stop you. But like. The longer it goes on, the more pissed Sonny Corinthos, because that's who he is, the more pissed he's going to be. 
the more pissed he's going to be, and the more vengeful and completely in the right Carly's going to be. I don't care how mean she was to her on the phone call. You could have called back a better time. Ugh, ugh, ugh. I'm sorry. It's just a dumb storyline. I don't even need, like, we don't even need some big Carson reunion. I don't think we're going to get it. I think it's he's going to come back, you know, in love with Nina. And that's fine. But, like, this is dragging on too long. Just end it. End it at this point. And so you have that going on. And now we're throwing in this, like, Lenny has heart problems. Lenny's got heart problems. What does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do with anything? But Nina did bring the sauce back. She did bring the sauce back. So she literally brought the sauce with her. So we'll see what's up. We'll see what happens. Um, We'll see if Carly gets her hands on the sauce. Or Michael. I don't know. We'll see. They would know what the sauce is. But I think that's pretty much what's been happening. Um, Yeah, I think that's pretty much what's been happening. Um, So let's get to our main question. Let's get to our main question. Oh, that took so long. took 32 minutes. Um, Main question. Is Peter August dead? Is Peter August dead? I don't no but i don't want him to not be dead i saw some tweets um i'm not gonna like call people out or anything like that you know i I don't have a problem with any of them i thought they were good tweets but there were some people who were like it was not a good way to kill him like he could have been killed but i didn't care how they freaking killed him okay he could have slipped and fell down them stairs and i would have been like well that happened we're done let's move on it's the fact that like Finn and Elizabeth pulled some shenanigans. What did they even do? Like, they haven't even told us what they've done. Um, You got Valentine, you know, the smartest man in Port Charles, being like, I think he's still in the hospital. And obviously, he is still in the hospital. So, like, what did they do? And so, is he dead? Um, Hopefully. Hopefully. And this is like, as much as I didn't want it to be about an acting choice, I have to take a drink. I'm sorry, my voice is so hoarse. As much as I didn't want to be, because I don't want to talk smack about anyone, but I think that there's like a certain level of charm that has to be injected into a quote-unquote bad character. I think that you have to have some sort of like, rootability for this character and i don't think that like peter august ever had any rootability i don't think anybody ever rooted for him and like obviously like it like i said i've been watching a lot of early sunny stuff and so like sunny caranthos even back in the day like he was doing terrible stuff if you are a sunny fan and you didn't watch him in the 90s like in the early 90s then you don't understand why people hate him. You don't understand why people hate him. If you didn't watch the Karen stuff, then you don't understand. And so, like, even through that stuff, like, I still saw the Sunny Caranthos that I know and love. I still saw it. Like I said, I appreciate it. That was abjectly terrible. But, you know, there was something likable about him. Um, Modern day equivalent of... Peter August, and I know that his fans are gonna get so mad at me. They're gonna get so mad at me, but it is a hundred percent a compliment. Julian Jerome, 
Julian Jerome. William DeVry just had something. He had a swag. He had this charisma in this charm. I mean, he still has it. He's not dead. But, like, he just has this. People loved Julian. And they were not meant to. I mean, like, he's got a pass with Anna and Duke. He's pissing off Sonny. He's, like, upsetting major fan bases. But there was something about William DeVry where, like, the way he would talk to Alexis, the confidence he had, and it wasn't just like, oh, you know, like, well, he was more open with it. No, there are several, several times where Julian's bamboozling people, where he's telling people he's not in the mob and he's 100% in the mob, and he's lying to Alexis's face, and you still had Julexis fans. You still had Julexis fans. They were like, you know what, he can change. Or you know what, Alexis is just going to accept it. And like, they had fans. They had fans up until and after he put a dagger to her throat i think that like the people who weren't standing that couple when the dagger went to her neck they were like yeah i'm out i can't like i i want better for alexis but you know they still had a fan base up until the time that man fell off a bridge and died julexis had a fan base and so as much as i don't want it to be about acting it is almost like I don't think, like, with Tristan, what Tristan Rogers says, like, I'm sure Wes Ramsey's lovely, and he seems like a lovely man, but, like, I don't think he was the best, you know, for this story. Like, I don't know if, like, this was the best. I would have preferred him to come on, like, a puppy dog character like Chase, because he's just too over the top when it comes to this villain and in not in a good way in this weird whisper voice way and so like I went on a tangent that I didn't mean to go on but I mean this all goes back to like is Peter dead and like that's why this is such a dramatic question because he's not a person we want to come back this is not a Jerry Jacks situation Jerry Jacks is another perfect example I mean that man Alexis and her trash ass relationships Alexis and her trash-ass relationships. But, like, she be attracted to trash. She is attracted to trash. And she, her, Nancy Lee Gron, Queen Nancy Lee Gron, and whoever she is paired with, they always are fire. And you root for them, no matter how trash-ass of a character they are. Her and Rick, her and Jerry, her and Julian. Like, I mean, there were people back then rooting for her and Sonny, you know? And so, like, there are ways to make... A bad character being bad work for years for years and they will have fans and they will have rootability factor and they will have ships and like it'll work Ava Jerome Ava Jerome I don't even think until Nicholas Ava didn't even have a successful ship because Morgan and her were too cringe I mean I think there were some people who were into it but they were pretty cringe and then like her and Ryan like you just knew that he murdered her daughter so it didn't matter how cute they got because like there was always that looming in the background but like Ava she's done terrible things and people still root for that her they still root for her because Maura West Maura West's the queen and so, like I said, I don't know if he is dead or if he's alive, but I hope he's gone. I, I really hope he's gone, and I hope that we're just dealing with the fallout of this cover-up. And that we get through this quick. And, like, I think some people think Hayden's coming back. I know that I think Twink uh, posted what looks like a, a doctored script to hide the fact that Hayden's coming back. It does say grandma, but, like, who's grandma? What? And so, yeah, I think uh, Hayden might be coming back, 
Which, and I, I know some Anna stands. They do not want Anna having to fight Hayden Barnes for Hamilton Finn. Like, she could have him. Anna could do better than that. But that brings us to this last question. And this is how we're going to end it. Why do they keep putting Anna with criminals? Why do they keep putting Anna with criminals? Now, I am going to do, like, a misery of Anna Duvain um, at some point where I am actually able to get into her larger story. Um, I do know her entrance. I did go back and watch that when she first came on the show. Um, and I watched the Robin stuff. Um, I know a little bit about her Duke history. I'm more familiar with it when he came back to the show in, I think it was 2013. Um, and then, of course, this looming relationship with Valentine, which I think is definitely gonna happen just because like him and Fanola have such good chemistry like JPS and Fanola is like it's off the charts chemistry and I don't think anybody even Anastas can deny that but I mean one JPS got chemistry with everybody like he got chemistry with Maurice Bernard like he got chemistry with everybody and then Fanola is a queen and so like why do people really really want Anna with criminals because that's always the thing is that even even the stuff I remember from AMC, like, I have to go back and really watch those things because it's been years from that. But, I mean, even with AMC, I mean, like, she was putting up with David shenanigans and just, like, police chief of Pine Valley. Police chief of Pine Valley having to put up with David friggin' Hayworth shenanigans. You know, she's got Duke pretending he's not in the mob several times just pretending just lying to her face just lying to her face because she's not the type of woman who's gonna go to the dark side she's not Carly. she's not like yeah i'm gonna run your friggin organization when you're fake fall off a bridge and end up as a bartender she's not doing any of that and so like she's constantly having to be lied to and so we now have to ask ourselves this question do we want Valentine vanillaed out even more than he has been? Because, I mean, you might as well just have him start running the Floating Rib 2.0. Because he is not the same sort of dark, brooding character that he used to be. They've really turned him into leading man status. Which I'm fine with, you know? But, you know, put him back in Windermere. Like, kick Ava and Nick out. They're wasting that castle. I'm sorry, they're not using it correctly. Least important story. And so, like... Do we vanilla out Valentine, have him be one of the good guys, you know, so he's worthy of Anna? Or do we have her once again be with somebody who's just going to lie to her freaking face when convenient? When convenient. And so those are my thoughts. I don't want to get too much. Like I said, I, I don't know as much about Anna's history with all these criminals to super duper get into it. But I, I do want to throw out there that, like, while I, while I I do agree with all of you that JPS and Fanol Hughes, their chemistry is off the charts, and I would just love to see it. I mean, why do we want this for Anna? Don't we want better for Anna? Don't we want her to have, like, the prince she deserves? <sighs> we could have had Alex and Valentine. And then Valentine would have been the good person in that relationship. And Alex is running around. And they already trashed Alex's character for fucking all my children. I'm sorry. I, don't, I try not to swear. I know some of you have kids and I don't want to do that. So I'm going to try and work on that. Um, I don't have kids and that's what's happening. But um, yeah, th those are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts about what's going on. Um, state of events on GH. Uh, yeah, feel free to like 
at me if you follow me on Twitter. It's at LA State hashtag of mind, I think. I don't know. If you follow if you follow Port Misery, you know, then hopefully you can find me. But um yeah, have a great day. Those are my thoughts. Uh please tell me your thoughts. I'm always interested. Um, I follow a lot of you, so I know them already, but um, it inspires a lot of my actual podcasts. But yeah, feel free to let me know what you think, if you have any answers for my questions, because I am out here searching. Um, and yeah, have a great weekend. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, I never know how to end these. Bye, everyone.